Welcome to Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing. I'm film critic Gary Cogill, and today Oscar-winning director Clint Eastwood teams up with Oscar-winning actor Tom Hanks. And the result is a film about the miracle on the Hudson. That's where airline pilot Sully Sullenberger safely landed a U.S. Airways jet back in 2009, smack dab on the Hudson River, and everyone survived. And I'm wine expert Haley Hamilton Cogill. We had the opportunity to visit Sonoma last weekend as a part of the Sonoma Wine Country Weekend Experience. Today, we'll share a few highlights from the fantastic celebration that did so much good for others. And we'll pair Sully with one of our favorite wines from the region, Jordan Wines. You know what's nice about today? Uh, I'm just going to say it up front. We like everything. Everything was really We spent good. the weekend in Sonoma just tasting great stuff. But we're going to start off with, I think, one of my favorite films of the year. I love that. And, and I, I say this because I'm, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase a couple things here. But Sully, to me, is a movie about quiet dignity. And that's the way I think about Sully Sullenberg. I've never met him, don't know him, read part of his you know, read excerpts from his sure. autobiography, but this is based on the book that he wrote. He's not a guy that runs out and, um, and toots his own horn. Look the whole at me. Time. Look at me. It's, and this movie is not about look at me at all. Not, not in the performance by Tom Hanks as Sully and not in the direction by Clint Eastwood. It's, it's so filled with dignity and listening. And it, and actually we all know what's going to happen. Right. They all survive. There's no right. mystery there, but it's how it plays out. And really the movie is about, um, how it played out afterwards, what happened to him. And a lot of the authorities came after him and thought that he made a mistake and should have gone back to LaGuardia mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. or another air, airport. And, and he made this decision and it all happened within a matter of about 200 seconds. And, and Aaron Eckhart is his co-pilot. Um, Laura Linney, whom we love. I love. What's your favorite Laura Linney part? Well, it's love actually, obviously. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's Laura, awesome. Laura Linney plays Sully's wife in this film and she does the entire movie by phone because they don't, right. they're, they're apart from each other. This all is what happened right after, um, that, um, the miraculous miracle on the Hudson where he landed it. But, uh, I've read some weird pieces about this film. Yeah, you said you've read some kind of odd other excerpts from other critics around the country. Yeah, and I usually don't like to read a lot of critics before we talk about films, but I was just kind of curious what other people thought, because I saw the film a couple weeks ago. Right. And one of them was like, well, nothing really happens, and... It's a 200 second movie in two hours. And, and it's like, is everybody out there ADD? And is everybody just need a superhero to come up and knock them across the head? Yeah. Because this movie is about listening and it's, it, it, it's about subtlety. sticking up for yourself. It's so much about subtlety. And it really is the nuts and bolt of, bolts of what happened in his head. And then actually how that happened, how that landing happened. And then how he challenged, uh, how he did what he did. To really clear his name because he was starting to get a really bad name. And this is a quiet guy that doesn't want to be, he doesn't want to be a hero. Right. Sully Solenberger never set out to go on the Letterman show every night. Right. And be on Oprah. He, he didn't go out and make his own wine and call it Sully Wine. <laughs> you know, he just, so what I love about the film is that it listens and, and that if you just pay attention every once in a while, little miracles in acting happen. And and it's not, like we said earlier, it's not about shouting, look at me, look at me. Tom Hanks is so good in this film. Well, it's interesting because if it, you're right, it sounds like one of those kinds of films that are very difficult to, to, to get made because it is more, 
more words-driven instead of action-driven. Right. And so is that, you know, how how did this kind of film get made? Then is it because Clint Eastwood attached himself to it? Is it because Tom Hanks? Or is it just because it's a great story that needed to be told? I would say all of those, and it's based on a book. But, uh, you know, uh, when, the, when the studios got a hold of this film, when you have Clint Eastwood directing and Tom Hanks starring, I right. mean, that's no brainer, I think, to get the film made. Right. It's, it's how to make the film and the choices that you make. And do you make up a bunch of stuff to create conflict that's not there? Right. And Eastwood had Eastwood at the age of eighty six, yeah. million dollar baby. Yeah. Oh my God. The und uh, the undef- he's un- unforgiven is an amazing film. Well, and you know I watched Bridges of Madison County not too long ago and just <laughs> like ball- I was on a plane that, talking about planes and just bawled the whole way through it. Well, it's it's a it's a better film than book. <laughs> oh, I just loved it. Well, I know. So it's a sweet, melancholy film. Yeah. But th- this one, I-, I think it's an Oscar-level film, and- but it's it's for the quiet crowd. And I don't think it's an older crowd. I think it's people that appreciate the quality of that movies are sometimes about just what happens. And if you pay attention to what happened in this, m- lots of things happen. But if you want everything spoon-fed for you and you can't just sit still for 20 minutes, it's probably not your film. Right. And I, I don't have anything for you. Mm-hmm. Um, those films all came out over the summer. Right. But, but there's some, there's a beautifulness and a quietness and a listening to this that's in hell or high water. Mm-hmm. And it's really on display in this. I think it's one of Eastwood's better films. I'm going to, I'm going to say that. I don't think it's his best film, but I think it's one of his, you know, he did American Sniper. Mm-hmm. That's a film that had a lot of conflict in it. Right. Right. Sully wasn't a real conflicted guy. No. And, uh, but to get in his head and understand that he is a man of compassion. The biggest thing for him is, is everyone okay? Getting those people off the plane. Mm-hmm. And they were all okay. And so we know it's gonna, how it's gonna play out. And I think there's just beauty and dignity in it. It's one of the most compassionate films I've seen in a while. So we've got a, we've got probably the most famous pilot in the world. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, it's interesting. So I remember the day that that this happened. I was incidentally actually in wine country on a trip. Were you really? I was. And, um, you know, had, had woken up to, I think that this happened relatively early in the morning, yeah. New York time. So when I got up, it was, you know, I was watching it on whatever the news channel and and out of San Francisco was and and it was just shocking so kind of now tying everything into our yeah. our wine country weekend so um certainly maybe not as as subtle or as quiet as um Sully Sullenberg but um we're going to pair Sully with with a Jordan wine and I'm going to I'm going to Give some props to our buddy John Jordan, who we just love. He's a second generation. His parents actually founded Jordan uh, Winery in Alexander Valley over 40 years ago, started in 1972. His parents are Tom and Sally, who who really wanted to make premium quality Bordeaux-style wines in Sonoma, which at the time, there weren't really a lot of them. You know, Napa was still kind of trying to figure out what it was, Um Sonoma really wasn't wasn't known for for a lot of their um, kind of high quality cabs at the time, um, and and now, and when Tom and Sally started, they they kind of developed this gorgeous chateau that we've had a chance to to visit and and stay in to be both a place of incredible high quality winemaking as well as great hospitality, and I think that John has taken that now 
has has bumped that up so much. I've never um, had a bad Jordan wine. Well, they're just always consistent. I think that when you get a Jordan, a bottle of, of Jordan Russian River Chardonnay, mm-hmm. you know what you're going to get. When you get a bottle of Alexander Valley Jordan Cabernet, you know what you're going to get. And they're always going to be varietally correct. So that means lots of citrus, lots of apple, lots of kind of melon and tropical fruit notes for the Chardonnay, a little bit of oak, a little, so you get that kind of roundness and a little of that creaminess. Um, great cherry, lots of spice, lots of kind of, of of dark fruit flavors in that Cabernet. You know what you're going to get. And so just being able to always hang your hat on the quality of the product, I think is great. But then John has taken it to the next place with the, the experiences and the hospitality elements, um, including uh, he... he for, for special friends, I haven't had a chance to do this, but um, he, he's an airline pilot also. So, John Jordan's John, a pilot. John Jordan, so that's my tie-in to Sully. Um, but, perfect. Uh, it's perfect. Well, and, and I think that one of the kind of key things when John kind of took over the operations of the winery, as I said, expanding this hospitality, was to really showcase how beautiful this massive property that that they own in Alexander Valley is. They created something that we had an opportunity to to um, attend a few years ago, which is kind of their estate experience, which is visiting. They have a, a very large, I think it's about an acre um, garden on site that you can walk around in and, you know, pick fresh baby strawberries and little cherry tomatoes. And, and um, you can visit, they have... Um, olive trees and fruit trees, and they they are raising cattle, and it's sustainably farmed. They've and got so lakes. You, you walk along exactly. You can walk in the vines. You can, if you wanted to go fishing on the lake. It's such a, a kind of you. You really, really get to know what Sonoma is because Sonoma is not only a place of of great wine, but it's also great food. And so you have and this incredible produce. I mean, if you think about why California cuisine is so good, it's because everything is so fresh and everything is is so, uh, it ta- you know, an apple tastes like an apple right. uh, or, or a tomato tastes like a tomato. It ta- you know, the, the food tastes the way that it should. Um, but kind of one more little element of of John and just how I think that he is, though though he's always kind of the life of the party. He is bigger than life. Um, he he does have a, a soft and and a real gentle side to him. Um, in 2012, he started the John Jordan Foundation that was created to provide disadvantaged youth and young adults the tools they need to excel in their education and professionally. He helps, I think, over 7,500 students a year within um, wow. kind of that Sonoma, Northern California area. Um, he's just he's just a really sweet guy. And he his parents celebrated... I know they recently had a big anniversary, and he flew him to Oahu for their anniversary, which was just, I just love him. And I, I want to go. I know. <laughs> and he loves the Big Island, which is another reason. Well, why and I John love loves John movies. So he does. He's a movie fanatic. And he, he, he throws you know. legendary Halloween parties, and last year was a big a big Star Wars theme, and and he's just great. And and I think, like I said, the wines are always consistent. You always know what you're going to get, and, and there's something that you really, anytime you try one, you... Um, you, you can taste why Sonoma is so beautiful. And 
little sneak peek that we did have. I, I'm not supposed to say anything, so I'm not going to, but I think that the Jordan has a new something they're going to un- unveil um, pretty soon. I don't know if it's in the fall or the spring, but we had a little sneak peek taste of it at the Taste of Sonoma that we're going to talk about next um, That that's pretty exciting for him. So, so we've got a really good film this week. Yeah. We, we've got Sully with you know Clint Eastwood and Tom Hanks, and we've got a wonderful wine, a Jordan wine. And we like John. We like him a lot. <laughs> yeah. Hey, when we come back, we spent last weekend together in Sonoma County drinking wine and talking with winemakers and chatting with chefs and visiting the largest garden I think I've ever seen in my life, uh, our trip to Sonoma Wine Country Weekend, when wine and film a perfect pairing returns. Welcome back to Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing. So last weekend was very special for me because I got to hang out with Haley and be a part of her world as we traveled together to California wine country to be a part of this big, huge thing, Sonoma Wine Country Weekend. I've, we've been to Sonoma together before, yeah. but I've never experienced anything like the three or four days we spent right, together. Right, right. I mean, and all for a great cause. But but it's it wasn't overwhelming every Every taste of wine, every place we went, everything we did had a purpose, but also was just really, really good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that we had a, it was a, a really great opportunity. We truly did. I think we traveled from, from the very, the very top to the very bottom from, from, you know, Ramsgate at the, the entrance in the south and yeah. Carneros up to Francis Ford Coppola's place in Geyserville, um, for their, their, uh, Friday night kind of starlight event. The, um, but it's, it was a really great opportunity. And both of us have had a chance to go out to Napa auction before. And we've talked a little bit about that before on the, we've been um, around some crazy big, wonderful auctions. And, and you, yeah. And you know that there are, are, you're going to have really great, um, wines because people are kind of showcasing some of their finest at these events. This was, this was our first time though to, to attend this particular event. And they did a, it's a really, really great weekend. I was, I was so pleasantly, I don't want to say surprised because I knew it was going to be good, but, mm-hmm. but it just to see how it was laid out, I thought it was, was just beautiful. So it is, um, Sonoma Wine Country Weekend is, is a partnership between the Sonoma Valley Vintners and Growers, as well as the Sonoma County, um, Vintners. And Sonoma County Vintners is led, which was also kind of a fun surprise. Their executive director is Gene Arnold Sessions that we had met years ago at Hansel Winery in Sonoma. Just lovely, adore her. We ran into her a lot. She was always smiling. She's always smiling. And, and that's, and we ran into Dan Costa, obviously, a lot because he was this year's winery chair and again um, of Costa Brown Winery and always smiling always so like you could see they put so much work and so much effort into making this weekend a success and it, it really really was from the Sonoma um, from the Taste of Sonoma on Saturday and McMurray Estate Vineyards and we're going to get into yeah. that a little bit more in just a bit um, as well as the Sonoma's Sonoma Harvest Wine Auction at Chateau St. Jean the Sonoma Starlight Event at Francis Ford Coppola um, over the years since it started, it's raised over $24 million. And this year, I don't know, I'm kind of giving away the big number at the yeah. beginning, but they raised over $4.6 million, which 
there are certainly bigger auctions um, around the country, but for Sonoma, this was this was huge. This was really landmark. I think that their first auction was just a handful of years ago, and they raised maybe a hundred thousand and three hundred thousand. So, the winery is or the event has really really stepped up, and I think a lot of it's because of this. Um, both the auction, which which does so much good, and we'll we'll get into that again in just a little bit, as well as this first day of this um, Taste of Sonoma and McMurray, um, McMurray Estates in, um, in Sonoma, obviously. I, I can't remember exactly where in Sonoma, but they're, they're growing, wow. um, they're growing Pinot Noirs. And so I think it's probably Russian. Well, I'm not sure, but it's, it's Pinot Noir, Pinot Gris, yes. and a little touch of Chardonnay that they're just kind of now introducing. But you had a pretty cool, I, I do want to talk about it, but I want to, um, I want to talk about your experience first with, with the incredible Kate McMurray. Well, Kate McMurray is, is Fred McMurray, the late Fred McMurray, the great actor, uh, daughter. Daughter. And, and she's. What a delight. And I've been around her a couple of times before, but this is the most amount of time. And we, we spent with her, rode around our property in a Jeep. But, you know, Fred McMurray, a lot of people misunderstand Fred McMurray. Fred McMurray was in over a hundred movies. Yeah. But we all know him as the father in My Three Sons. But he was the dad in Flubber, in those Disney films, The yeah. Absent-Minded Professor. But way before that, I mean, he was against type. He he worked with Barbara Stanwyck and Billy Wilder and Marlena Dietrich and Humphrey Bogart. I mean, he was he was in some really, really big films. And, and I, I, the apartment is a Billy Wilder film with Shirley MacLaine. That's just, uh, it's an Oscar winning film and Jack Lemon. He was in the Kane mutiny. I mean, he was, he, he, he was in, and Wilder, I like to, like to use him against type. And I think Fred McMurray probably fought him on that a little bit, but he, at one point, Fred McMurray is one of the highest paid actors in Hollywood. And he was a very frugal guy and he loved his family and he bought this farm in 1941. Yeah. And, and he had it in his contract, even when he did My Three Sons, the TV show, that he, that, uh, he had to shoot all of his scenes first so he could get out of there and go, go at home. Go home. Or go make a movie or do whatever he needed to do. But he was a, he was a wonderful actor who, who, uh, was one of Bob Hope's best buddies. Yeah. You know, there's a picture in his house with Gregory Peck yeah. and Jimmy Stewart. And Jimmy Stewart. And they're all hanging out at Chasen's <laughs> drinking a highball. It's one of the coolest photos. Well, but his daughter is really the brand ambassador exactly, for McMurray Wines now. Exactly. And they, they make a good Pinot and they make a good Chardonnay. The winery was acquired by, by Gallo Family Wines a handful yeah. of years ago. But Kate has stayed on as their kind of brand ambassador. And she took us on a tour of the property. Um, we went up to kind of one of the highest um, points uh, in the vineyards and looked down over Russian River. And... Um, to listen to her talk about her dad was so sweet. She, and I love, she always called her, her, her father, daddy. And my mom always did that with my grandfather. And it just, I find there was such a, a genuine love that she, you could tell she had for her, her father in particular, but both of her parents. And then to see this kind of their, their ranch house that is kind, has kind of been kept how it was when, when they lived there. And, and you could tell he was a little frugal because it's not, it's not, it's very kind of no frills. It's, it's a very, um, but very comfortable and very kind of welcoming and, and homey, which I thought was really, really charming. Well, I, I'm, I'm so impressed with her because not only in the way she talks about her father, like you said, uh, she's the real deal. Yeah. And th there's no Hollywood dog and pony show yeah. going on here. I mean, she'll talk about Hollywood and about her father, but she'll, she'll want to talk about one. And she, yeah. and they love the property. Oh, the she property loves the land. means yeah. so much to them. I mean, they're really people of the land. Mm -hmm. 
And then it's Fred McMurray's daughter. Yeah. And then I just want to pull her aside and ask about Billy Wilder. Yes. You know, all, well, and she was. Kind of she was stuff. so gracious in just kind of sharing stories. And I yeah. think that that's why having um, this Taste of Sonoma event at McMurray Ranch was also so special. So Taste of Sonoma was really cool. There are over 200 wineries, 60 chefs under grand tents at McMurray. And I love how they had it set up because they had it set up kind of regionally. So there was an Alexander Valley tent. There was a Dry Creek tent. There was a Sonoma Coast tent. So if you're a cab person, you knew you could just hang out in the Alexander Valley tent all day. If and you're, drink cabs. Exactly. If you're a Dry Creek person, you could stay in, or a Zinfandel person, you could stay in Dry Creek. If you're a, a Chardonnay or a Pinot Noir person, you could head over to Russian River. And we did that a lot. And we did that a lot, but it was very, very crowded. And so then it was kind of fun to just like go to the Sonoma Valley tent because, or the Sonoma Coast tent, because that's where, you know, ruling Chardonnay that is probably one of the, the finest Chardonnays in Sonoma, I think. Ruling. How, ruling. Do, you, how do you spell it? R-E-U-L-I-N-G. Yeah, yeah. Really just, and, and sustained. I, I actually had a chance to visit there a couple of years ago, and, and there's sheep all over the, in, in the, in the, vine, in the vineyards in the wintertime to, to eat all the grass so they don't have to mow. They just let the sheep mow the grass. And it's, it's a really cool, sustainably farmed, beautiful property growing just stellar. And it's tiny production, but it's, if you get your hands on a bottle, and a bottle of ruling really shirt in there. Um, if you wanted to go, um, a few other kind of uh, standouts that that we loved was the Chardonnays from Landmark, mm-hmm. another really beautiful, beautiful Chardonnay. Fulcrum Pinot Noirs, McRosty's always a favorite. Paul Hobbs Cross Barn. Um, they had uh, kind of it's a smaller production, but I've I've recently tried their Cabernet, which they I think that they Cross Barn was kind of known for like their Pinot Noir and their Chardonnay for a while. Cab, it's just, it's Paul Hobbs, and it's so good. Does he make a, he makes, he his doesn't, wine is always. All of his wines are always yes, good. Um, yeah. Always love Siduri. Um, one kind of fun new new find that we found um, at this weekend was The Calling. The Calling. Which we had seen a story on CBS Sunday Morning. Sounds like a bad horror film, <laughs> but it's um, not. It's a good wine. It's, it's Jim, it's um, co Owned by Jim Nance, yeah, the, the sports sportscaster. Guy. Yeah, and um, but it's made by Dan Goldfield, and and he, you know, what an incredible winemaker. And Dan was there, and Dan, and and he, we had a few of the different um, selections. The Chardonnay was stellar. I think I'm pretty sure it's Dutton Ranch Chardonnay. Um, great cab, really lovely Pinot Noir, and then I, you know, you never really know like what these things cost until you go home and research them. They're like less than forty, fifty dollars. Wow! So really good price point yeah. for these high quality. And then the food. Okay, uh, we walked by this one area, and there's like three giant paella pans. Oh my god, the paella guy! His his paella. It was the most beautiful. Just beautiful. Presentation tasty. Um, there was the paella guy. That's what that's what he's called. Well, there was a Palooza pizza guy too. The, yes, and that I just say that was probably the best pizza, probably because I was starving by that point. But yeah. it was so good. It was so good. And then I'm such a mushroom freak, and I was excited because they Market. have kind of a little. Have a little um, marketplace kind of area that you could buy, like like jerky. Crave jerky was there, and and lots of different. Produce and and kombucha and all these Jams kinds of different things. And, and, yeah, um, but, but they had mushrooms. They had the mycopia mushroom um, lady who had made just this this batch of kind of sautéed wild mushrooms, everything from big king tr- trumpet mushrooms 
to uh, just every kind of mushroom you could imagine. And she was so excited to tell me when I told her we were from Texas because supposedly they're coming into Central Market all throughout Texas. And I'm so excited because they were so good. It was it was a really, really great week. And that was just the first day. I was going to say, that's just Taste of Sonoma. That's just Saturday afternoon. That was just that was just stunning. I still can't get the paella guy oh, it was just so out good. of my head. And if you want to learn anything about Haley by listening to this podcast, <laughs> uh, it's mushrooms and it's tomatoes. Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And the because tomatoes. They, they the tomatoes always go everywhere. well with wine. They do. Well, and the tomato. Oh, my gosh. The tomatoes are so beautiful. Yes. I, lo- it's, I just love that fresh gorgeous seasonal produce. It was a, a true treat to be at a Taste of Sonoma. Yeah, so. hanging out with McMurray. Yes. But next, I think, are we going to get a little bit into yeah, let's do this. When, when Wine and Film a Perfect Pairing returns, uh, here's a question for you. What do a live camel, uh, $4.6 <laughs> million, plenty of confetti, great wines, and a famous screenwriter have in common? Well, the answer, when we return. And we are back on Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing, catching you up on our recent shenanigans in Sonoma <laughs> for Sonoma Wine Country Weekend and the Sonoma Harvest Wine Auction, which is really why we were there to help raise money and be a part of this and kind of witness all of this, of how it happened. And we talked earlier about just the first Saturday afternoon. Right, right. But, but let's, let's get into the rest of the time that we were there. Well, the nice thing, I think, about... Um, the Sonoma Wine, uh, Sonoma Wine Country Weekend, Sonoma Wine Har- Sonoma Harvest Wine Auction is that it is a, a, a weekend event to raise funds. Their their whole fund the future um, goal, and they have poured a lot into raising money for children's literacy in Sonoma County. Um, I want to say that over half of the kids in Sonoma can't read at their at their grade level. Right, they're behind. And so that was kind of the whole purpose of of raising all of this money and they've done a lot of good so far. They've their programs throughout all of the schools or a, a number of schools within um, the county to to really help improve this and their whole their whole idea is that if you can't read, then you can't succeed. Well, which also I just a lot of their so research smart. says if you can't read by if you can't read by third grade right. level, a lot of times you'll really fall back and never catch up as an adult. Right. And so they're really in that first, second, third grade, just trying to get everybody up to par. And they find that the the more they do this and they fund this and help this and, and help these kids and help these kids read, even helping the parents read with the kids, right. So they, they do catch up. Yeah. They do get there. It's, it was just yeah. amazing. So, um, there's Saturday night after this gorgeous taste of Sonoma during the day. Saturday night, we were invited to kind of a preview party for some of the big auction lots at, um, at the, the auction the next day at Ramsgate. And I was so excited to, to learn that Ramsgate was going to be the host of this, the first year to host the, um, kind of preview party because we have a special connection with Ramsgate. They were our our wine sponsor for my recent Dallas Uncorked anniversary dinner, which I was so thrilled then to have them join us in in that event because we love their wines. We love so their wines. They're I, I'm going to call them ultra premium because I think that they're they're so they're such high quality. 
um, tiny, tiny production. Some of these, some of these wines that they're making are maybe two hundred cases or three hundred wow. cases of single vineyard Chardonnay and Pinot Noir wines. So, you know, a little bit of Hyde Vineyard or a little bit of of San Giacomo Vineyard or a little bit of Gap's Crown. They're they're not. They're they're very specific with the fruit that they're sourcing as well as their own estate fruit from from their their property in Carneros. To, to really find what they deem to be kind of the highest quality fruit that they can bring in um, and then make this just stellar, stellar wine. But we hadn't been to the winery. We'd before. never been there before. And so to... Wow. It's uh, Howard Bracken, architect. He's a rather famous um, architect in, in the region, uh, has done a lot of, of wineries and, and buildings. I, I'm not... I, I, he, he's, he's very well known and um, has designed this it's such a show place like every single room just opened up to to be more beautiful and and then they all kind of open up together it's the largest kitchen yeah and area area i've seen in a winery and it's just yeah. it's just one of the it just was one of the most beautiful beautiful areas and a great place to to host this great kickoff party they had ended, a lot of hummus there it was a well it's the whole the whole theme of this year's event was sonoma to marrakesh and yeah. so there was lots of 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 curry and and hummus and, it was fabulous. and um, you walked out at the end yeah. and there was all the you know dried apricots and dried peaches and it was just so beautiful and it was a you know the evening ended with this lovely kind of fireworks display so it was a great kickoff it was a beautiful night to to celebrate the next day's but it seemed like everywhere you looked there was a famous winemaker the, oh my god the wine was just the wine was just stellar and it, it was hard to to drag me away from just drinking ramsgate but as i've i've talked about before one of my most favorite winemakers is makes a wine from Sonoma and that's Pierre Ceylon who um, I talked about not too long ago because I had a chance to to visit him in Italy with his Arcanum wines and he makes Verite and of everything that we tried that beautiful night including stellar Patson Hall including great Costa Brown including you know gorgeous Mary Edwards I just, I just want to drink Verite all day. We'd walk over to Pierre and his wife and lovely Monique, and, and just uh, he, he loves himself some Haley. <laughs> can you, can I revisit that little <laughs> Verite? Can I just have one more little, little skosh of that's Verite? A that's a hundred point wine. Just gorgeous, gorgeous. Oh, I just, I, and we just kept going. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry, Pierre. I love your wine so much. I just couldn't yeah. get enough. It was just, it was a really, really great, great yeah. kickoff. So, an awesome event. To then Sunday's great live auction, Sonoma de Marrakesh at Chateau Saint Jean, filled with lots of belly dancers. Everywhere I looked, there was another belly dancer. Well, we walked in, and there's a camel. <laughs> and a camel. We go right to the camel, and there's at least twenty belly dancers wandering everywhere. The property, and and, and it so was we, beautiful. And you took the best picture with a camel because the camel is smiling, and so are we, you. You know, you tell us when to smile, and I we know. can do that. And a lot of those same winemakers are standing there pouring their private selection. Exactly, over there. these single, you know, really high end single vineyard, a lot of magnets. A lot of old um, library wines mm-hmm. that that they had brought out, kind of for this celebration. We had the incredible honor to join our, our fantastic friend Jean Charles Boisset, um, co-chair of last year's event at his Buena Vista Winery table. So we were very, very. I think we were one table off the very front of the stage, kind of front and center, to see all of the action. Um, started with some incredible JCB bubbles and um, kind of just. 
I I I I enjoyed the every winemaker is there's a winemaker at every table. Every table, and so exactly. Jean Charles is you know we love Jean Charles, but there's about twenty bottles for ten people, right? And some of them are magnums, yes. and some of them are in ice, and some of them are bubbly, right? And it's just an endless amount. And then the other winemakers come over to the table and say, "Hey, taste this," yes. and which I might have revisited the Verite again. But it's fine. And then to the right of me is this couple that we did not know. And there's a guy sitting there, and he's, and they're both the dre- they're both dressed in their in Marrakesh, costumes. yes. So yes. I have no idea what they look like normally. Yes, they're in Marrakesh costumes, but it ends up being a guy that, and I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna blow his Don't cover. Say his name, yeah. I'm not gonna say his name or blow his cover, but he's a famous screenwriter, and I was so enamored with him that I was a little nervous to even ask him about it. You know, well, yeah, I made a little movie once too <laughs> with Clive Owen and. This guy, this guy is a novelist, and he's written some novels and written some of the most famous movies of all time. It's and so, he's it was about so to fun. do another one with one of the most famous directors from Austin, Texas. Which and I think we all <laughs> we could all probably, um, and we know that that's not Matthew McConaughey, even it's, though he's now directing wild yeah. turkey commercials. <laughs> but I was just so, and his wife was so sweet. They were we took lovely, pictures and we talked about Hollywood yeah. and, and just drank that good stuff. But and all, we, yes, but. And then these kids come out with a choir, and they sing the song from Rent. Yes. 500. And I start crying. Yeah. I cried for 20 minutes. This was the coolest, I think, for, for everything. So, as I said, the auction raised $4.6 million. It was groundbreaking last year. It was four point five. Um The coolest part of this event, though, and there were a lot, I mean, there were great things. Jean Charles's, uh, auction item was actually the highest, um, the highest seller for the night. It was a VIP Golden Globes package with a, with a two nights in Hollywood and then, um, a film screening with, Mm -hmm. for like 20 people with dinner from, his chef Michu, who I love, and I've had dinner with him before, and I that went for over two hundred thousand. That was there, I think, yes. Yeah. And the stuff is always great at these auctions, but the best part of the evening was this whole fun the future lot, which is when all these kids came out, and it was basically who wants to raise their paddle to to help end this this problem of of a lack of literacy yeah. within Sonoma County. Um, Dan Costa, this year's chair, um, bid over. I think that there were four bids of just two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Dan Costa was one. Joe Anderson and Mary Duane of um, Benovia Winery was one. Gina Gallo um, and and Jean Charles, who Gina was was sitting at our table with us and and very tearfully because this was also a very sad weekend in in wine country because Margaret um, Mandavi passed away while while we were actually out there yeah, and, on and just such a a, a legendary um, kind of uh, matriarch and and the wine community out there and and so gave her um, donation kind of in honor of of Marguerite. And and then Jackson Family Wines did another two hundred fifty thousand. So wow. just and then throughout all of these just other additional bids throughout the tent, two point seven million dollars. So of that four point six million dollars, two point seven of it was just wasn't for stuff. It was just it yeah. was just to be able to to kind of fund the future, help those kids, the future of those kids to help them read. Which was just yeah. so incredible. And then you add in things like the great food from this year's culinary chef Mark Stark that we had a chance to go to his Bird in the Bottle restaurant. That was a, that was a cool experience. And eat his like Korean style barbecue style octopus that and I think I'm going to dream about. Octopus. When's the last time we've been to a restaurant and you never even think about using the salt or pepper shaker? I know everything was. 
everything was so seasoned perfectly. Delicious. Yeah. And Dan was just beaming, and Jean Charles was obviously wonderful. It was just. It he was had a, a red suit on. It, well, of course I can't he did. wear a red suit, but he can. <laughs> and if he doesn't, it's not right. I know. It's I did, and a beautiful brooch, and that's that's who Jean Charles is. I, I adore him. I and it was a really really incredible weekend doing so much good for others yeah. i feel really lucky we had a chance to do yeah that. we've we've we were blessed in yeah. sonoma yeah, yeah it was really amazing well um next week we'll be back with another podcast uh two more new films next week both of them hopefully significant we'll see them uh, between now and that space texas actress renee zellweger returns without hugh grant but with mr darcy Yay. and bridget jones's baby <laughs> and oscar-winning director oliver stone is back to shake things up a bit with his take on snow Snowden, starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt as the whistleblower Edward Snowden. Wow. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I, I hope both these films work. I, yeah. I just want them to work. Um, so we're going to have more on on actual, like some of the specifics on the event, including, you know, the, our gorgeous accommodations at the Fairmont. We had great transportation from Pure Luxury. So it was all in all a really great time in Sonoma. We'll have kind of a, a wine country weekend wrap up. On our blog, on our website, cogillconsulting.com, and be sure to follow Gary on Twitter at Gary Cogill and see what we're drinking now, following me on Instagram and Twitter at Dallas and Court. And with that, I'm Gary Cogill, and as usual, I'm looking for the next great film. And I'm Haley Hamilton Cogill, always in search of a great glass of wine. Join us next time on Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing.